You are now listening to The Shyest Podcast, when millions of opinions just aren't enough. season is in the books and that means it's time for the super wild card saturday pick'em show okay we're here it's late friday night can you not hear me yeah mm-hmm. maybe it's just low uh whatever don't worry about that you don't have to wear the headphones if you don't want. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can listen to it in the playback later. All right. Uh, that's the Studio One mic. That's the Studio Two mic. Yeah, we're good. Uh, you can hear me? I mean, I can hear you because we're in the same room. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's. I don't think I have the monitoring turned on, which is why. That's why. Oh, yeah. Now I can do it. Now you can do what? I turned the monitoring on so I can hear myself in the headphones as we talk. Oh, <gasps> ooh, creepy. It is creepy, right? But you can hear me really well. Yeah, I can also hear myself, which is even creepier. <laughs> and now we're freaking everybody out, so. If only they could hear what we hear. I don't know if I like this. It's fine. Take them off. Usually I don't leave it on. I don't know why I wear the headphones if I don't have the monitoring on. Yeah. Oh. So you don't usually hear it like this when we're recording? No. But this gives you a better idea of what your voice sounds like and how close you want to be to the microphone and all those wonderful things. Got it. Got it. Okay, anyway. Moving on. Moving on. Hi, everybody. It's late Friday night. Uh, The Saturday games kind of throw us off our schedule and we got to record Friday night instead of Saturday morning. But nonetheless, thanks for tuning in whenever you tune in. We got our handful of fans that like the show. Maybe they don't like it, but they keep listening. We got a couple of fans. Maybe they're robots. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. It could be bots. The way things go today, it definitely could be bots. But I digress. It is Super Wild Card Weekend. Oh, and here is my brother texting me now. Is he going to join now? He said, yeah, are you still up? Am I am I down to do it in the morning? I was in a fantasy draft. <laughs> so he wants to do it in the morning now? No, I mean, we can do it now. Can he just jump into the recording uh, now? I don't know. I don't know that he can jump directly into GarageBand. So we can set it up where I Google chat him and then we'll both hear him. And then it'll record separately, and then I have to download that, and then I'll plug that in, and this whole thing goes away. Should we just pause and set that up now? Maybe. I don't even have to delete this. I can leave this in here and say, oh, we're we're cutting to a different segment, <laughs> and then we're going to go do that. Our guest has finally almost arrived. Almost. Better late than never, kind of. 
be like, now you're on the clock, though. We don't want to do this for two hours. I know you want to talk football, but you fucked this shit up. <laughs> you guys could talk football for two hours. We could, and we probably will. That's just not what we're going to do on this show. There's six games. I don't want to talk for two hours about these six games. Wah, wah. <laughs> okay, let's see what he says. I'll pause it. Look who's back. Oops. Mr. Chris Vanger joining oh. us again. Great to be back. Great to be back. Glad you're feeling better. Thank you. New, Still have COVID. Still have COVID, but feeling better. I don't know how, but feeling better. I think I'm turning the corner, but I don't know how long it's going to be inside my body. Like I was going to wait to test Monday once I have no symptoms because I still have like a slight cough and I'm still a little weak and achy, but I still tested positive and I can't wait till I test negative because I miss my girlfriend. Uh, we've been separate rooms. I sleep on the couch. It's rough. It sucks. Where did the dog sleep? The dog sleep with Jennifer. I miss them too. What happened Aww. is this week what has happened is Jennifer sleeps in the bed. I barely sleep on the couch. Around 7 a.m. she comes out. We switch places. Uh, I go sleep in the bed. She comes out. She Lysol's everything. Um, and then I uh, go sleep in the bed and, and get a great rest. And then I wash those sheets. And then she sleeps, and then we, we've done that every day. <laughs> it's a wow. It's a lot of sheet laundry. It's excessive. Oh, it's a lot of sheet laundry, but we're doing We're almost out of it. I would love to get out of it without her getting it. That would yeah. make me so happy. That would be ideal. Do you not have a bed directly behind you right now? I do. I do. Um, but <laughs> let me. <laughs> I do. Second I bedroom do. with a bed in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do have a bed. Let me tell you, uh, I don't like spiders and. Uh, this bed is next to this old air conditioning vent. Uh -huh. And so we noticed outside in our backyard, there are these two large black spiders. Now, they're not black widows. They're just large garden spiders that live in that vent. Um, and, you know, they've lived there for a little while. And so I just feel like I'm not going to sleep in that bed. <laughs> they, they have seniority on the vent. They, I leave, I, when, when dad stays here, I'm like, dad, don't sleep in that bed. <laughs> I would avoid it as well. <laughs> We I'm have spiders fan. here. There's Beverly Hills spiders, okay? First class spiders. Yeah. They're, they, you know, they, I, they're I have learned to live amongst them. I just leave them alone. That's the way to do it. Yeah. All right. So we got, we only got six games to get to. So it's not quite the full docket of games. Right. This, uh, is, I, this is my first time on this specific show that you guys do where you would go through and pick each game, right? Yeah, it's the Pick'em Show. This is the Pick'em Show. It's Super it, it, Wild Card Weekend Pick'em Show. And I am terrible at Pick'em, so don't <laughs> listen to me. <laughs> I think I know a lot about football. I love fantasy football. I love football in general, but for some reason, I don't know how to pick the games in the NFL. I was terrible. Yeah, you were in last place in our. But then it got to a group. point. It got to a point where I was just like, I need to pick some un. Take the dogs. Picks. <laughs> I need to pick some unpopular picks. What's so funny? It, what game are we going to start with? Should we just uh, we'll, we'll go in order. So, babe, what's the first game on the docket? Raiders at Bengals. Raiders at the Bengals. The Oakland Raiders, right? Nope. Yep. No, Vegas. Las Vegas Raiders. Your favorite place on earth, Las Vegas. I love you Las Vegas. I might have gotten COVID there. but May the have. Fact, the fact that Jennifer and I were doing the same things and she didn't get it the same time as me. Um, we took a flight together, two flights together. We... We, you know, we eat at the same, we ate at restaurants. We were in Vegas and I'm at the restaurant 
And so I feel like that's the difference. Yeah, that's probably yeah. the case. It's when you turned around at the crap table, some guy coughed COVID onto you and then sure. you just got it. They have restrictions in Vegas, though. They do a good job, I think. They wouldn't let, like, I thought I would for sure be able to just drink without my mask, like take a drink and keep my mask off while I'm drinking. They're like, no, mm. take a drink, put that mask back on. Yeah, those casinos are run by the mob. So they're like, we got enforcers. I love it, though. I can't wait to go back. We're going back uh, for the Pro Bowl. <laughs> Sounds like a got, wonderful choice. <laughs> we, um, I got my room booked already because they keep giving me comp rooms. It's like, how can I say no to three, two comp nights at the Bellagio? Like, right. What weekend is the Pro Bowl? It is February 4th through the 6th. Okay, so we'll Jennifer has to go for work. One of her clients is doing something at the Pro Bowl. You could probably guess who. And he, uh, so she has to go. And I'm like, well, I'll go. <laughs> I'll tag along, no problem. Because listen, when you have free rooms there, it's easy to go. Yeah, and we are—we'll be in Hawaii for the Super Bowl, so sick. Uh, even if the Bills made it here, the tickets are like five thousand dollars. So I was like, nah, you know what? I'll—I'll I'll catch another one. Uh, I'll see the yeah. Bills another time. Yeah, you can. You can. We'll be, we'll be ten, 10 grand out of pocket just for the two of us to go. So minimum. That's yeah. for the nosebleeds. Oh, yeah, those are the cheap yeah. seats. You need a, a friend that has a suite. Yeah, something like <laughs> That's that. That's the way to do it. If they even do it here, is that decided yet? I think they are. I think they've solidified that they're going to do it here, right? Well, the Rams owner would be pissed, but... There's too many things in motion, right? right. There's <laughs> If you're doing anything at the Super Bowl when it comes to, you know... And what where would they move it? Dallas? Is that what I heard? Is that the other alternate location? Uh, Maybe. Put it back in Tampa, let... Tom playing the Super Bowl. And oh, Tampa bring again. it to Florida. Yeah. It's like every right. place you're going to put it has COVID. So mm -hmm. you either do it with no fans or you do in LA where at least we're going to make you wear masks and try to be as safe as possible. Yeah, because I remember watching the the Raiders game that closed out the season. Like there's no mask in that stadium. No. 70,000 people in there drinking and screaming. And by the way, there ain't going to be no masks in Dallas. <laughs> no, there's not. Or That's Florida. Sure. Or Tampa in yeah. the rain. Correct. So there'll be some masks at the LA Super Bowl, but anyway, mm -hmm. Raiders at the Bengals, great game. Uh, both first-time quarterbacks uh, in their well, first-time playoff games for both quarterbacks. Even though it seems like Carr's been in the league forever, he really hasn't. It's only been seven seasons. Uh, but yeah, he he broke his leg really bad that last time mm -hmm. the Raiders were good, so he didn't get to play in that playoffs. Oh, his back? Didn't he have a back issue also? Uh, he's had back issues. Um, he had like I think it was like the Tony Romo injury a couple of seasons ago, where he like yeah. broke a bone in his spine, like a right. fragment. Uh, but that didn't keep them out of the playoffs. It just hurt their season. Uh, but yeah, they were twelve and three the year that he broke his leg, and then they yep. lost in the first round without him. So now he's going to get another crack at it on the road. They have momentum. They've they have momentum. Well. They have momentum. The, the The argument for them is that they've been playing playoff football for the last three weeks. And Cincinnati has not. And Cincinnati so, took the last week off. And Cincinnati took the They had to, though. Burrow looked hurt. He was hurt at the end of the Chiefs game. They sold out to win that game, which, you know, they kind of needed to to establish themselves. But, yeah, yeah he got hit in his knee. He was limping off the field. But he stayed out one more play. Yeah, he's not listed. He's not listed on the injury report. So not even as questionable. No, no. He put in a full practice. He's good. He had a week and a half off. Yeah, he'll play. He's lucky. He will um, play. So how does this work? How do you do? What do you do on this? Uh, show? My instincts. You know, I've already done like I've already done at least 
significant amount of writing on three of these games. Yeah. This is one of them. So at least I'm semi knowledgeable on what I'm going to say here. Okay. Some of the most of the time when we do this show, it's before I've done all of the requisite research. So it's kind of just like a, a gut thing. But my instincts say the Bengals at home what, are in a good position to win this game. They are. What's the spread? Uh, it's the five sp- and a half, which I think is way too big, considering how the Raiders have been playing lately. They give everybody problems. Their defense plays well together. Uh, and this know, is a were, rematch. Right, this it is. is a rematch. Yeah. They got they got beat pretty bad earlier in the season. I think it was like thirty two thirteen. It was thirty two thirteen, but that game was sixteen thirteen in the fourth quarter, and the Bengals just ran away with it in that last quarter. So the game was competitive. Yeah, it's just that's what the Bengals have the ability to do that the yeah, Raiders kind of don't is to yeah scorch you on big plays. But they didn't have any big plays in that game, if I remember correctly. Jamar didn't have a great game. I feel like Mixon had a big game because he ran all over him, but it wasn't the it wasn't the Bengals that we all know to come and love this year. Uh, so the Raiders played them tough, and I initially thought Bengals are going to win this one going away. I thought, but who knows now? I think it's going to be a really competitive game, and I think I would take the Raiders to cover at least for sure. Five and um, a half. Five and a half is way too big for this game, especially for. I mean, Burrow's a good quarterback, but let's like this is his second year. This is going to be the biggest game of his career. But the, the pressure is on them. But oh, I didn't. Hold on one second. Hold on. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hold on. I'll be right back. Keep going. Keep going. Is Waller back for this game? Waller's back. He. Uh, He's struggling. No, he played in the last game, and his injury report is clean now. Personally. Oh. Well, I haven't paid attention to that so mm-hmm. much. There's a lot of people to follow, but I know that he had come out about his struggles with uh, alcoholism after Jordan Poyer on the Bills had opened up about it and been very cavalier about, like, where he was in his life with it, like, as recently as, like, a season ago or two seasons ago. So I know that Waller had come out and, like, thanked Poyer directly for... Uh, taking the initiative to like bring it up and just make it uh, not such a scary subject to talk about. Don't go to bed angry at me. <laughs> he didn't mute his mic. He did not mute his microphone, so this is all gonna be on Live. the show. <laughs> we just gotta talk over it. Is there anything that you want to see happen in this game? Um. No, I'm I'm a little thrown this week. I'm kind of glad our pick'em had like official in the app ended because these games are really hard. I don't even have like a gut instinct of You're smiling. It's, it's got You're me. Smiling. You're smiling. <laughs> Is he talking to us? I don't know. He's not talking to us. He can't see us. Um I don't I don't really have like a sh- I this I is really a week where I would have been like I don't know who I'm going to pick for any of these games. Yeah, but what do you want to see happen? I don't know. I kind of want to see the Bengals win, but in when I first started writing about this game, you know, it was like both of these quarterbacks have come back from like really bad injuries and both of them find themselves in a position where I think the Bengals hadn't won a playoff game since 1991 and the Raiders haven't won one since 2002. So it's like it's a game where I don't really want to see either team lose. Um, because it's going to be a big deal for whichever team actually 
wins the game yeah. you know it's going to be yeah. 20 years or 30 years worth of not winning a playoff game all of a yeah. sudden and then one of those teams has to go home and deal with that and i mean i don't want to not see the raiders win but i I don't know. The Bengals, I mean, they've both been fun to watch recently. Yeah, I would say the Bengals, like, because of Chase and Mixon and Burrow are probably the more exciting option. Plus, like, Boyd and Higgins, like, they have a very good receiving core, and they're more entertaining to watch. But football's always better when the Raiders are good. And considering, like, everything they've dealt with off the field, the fact that they're even in this position is super impressive. So I got to say, like, I'm pulling for the Raiders. Yeah, I mean, from a personal standpoint, I have to root for the Raiders, too, with the personal history, you know. I'm back. Sorry. You're welcome. I fucked up as a boyfriend. <laughs> how, how dare you with COVID, I especially? I know. I know. I, I, I owed her water and I, I got in here and I forgot to get her the water. And it's just this, I fucked up. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. I had a really good point, too, that I was, I was trying to get to. What were we talking about? Oh, Burroughs stats in big games did you see that stat no like his stat when he played his big college national championship game and his stats like all these massive games including the last the game against the chiefs like the dude just comes through when it's needed throughout his whole life from high school to college to the nfl in big games this guy comes through and i don't think i think he comes through in this game he didn't have a massive game the first time around but i think they win um, I think they win. Yeah, I think so too. Probably, I think, probably yeah. close field goal game. Probably a field goal game. It's gonna. It's the playoffs. The car has been awesome. Derek Carr is is he's carrying that team, and so is Max Crosby. So yeah, Max Crosby, Mad Max. He's had a great season. I remember watching the Raiders like earlier this year when their defense was actually playing really well, and I was like, man, this guy's good. He's he's really changed the way that the Raiders play defense as a group because he can get after the quarterback so effectively. Oh yeah, definitely. And I will uh, say that it, Burrow is the most sacked quarterback in the NFL. I believe it by a by a significant chunk. So. He holds onto the ball. The offensive line doesn't necessarily protect him, which is why his knees may be a little banged up. Uh, so the Raiders are going to have their opportunities to get them off the field. But like you said, like they're a big play team. They have playmakers everywhere. You have to dedicate a double team to chase most likely. If you don't, you're going to get scorched there. They're just going to throw them the ball one-on-one. And you have to you know, worry about slowing down Mixon too. And neither of these teams are great uh, against the run. Like if you look at their yards per carry given up, but the Bengals give up less uh, yards per game because they're typically playing from in front and they force yeah. you to have to, you know, get into a track meet with them. But if I remember correctly, they do give up points. They do give up points in, they give up points. They're, this game, I would, what's the over under? It's like 47, 48, uh, 46 and a half or something. 48 like and a half. So I'll take and the it's over. Gone, yeah, I think most people are betting the over. It's gone up uh, because of the stat that the Bengals give up a lot of points at home. Uh, and they score quickly, so it's not like they're controlling the ball. And it could be a shootout. I think Waller, if I remember correctly, in that first game, had seven for 116. Yep, and he game. had a terrible first half. I think he only had two targets in the first half. And they f- figured something out in the second half. So if the Raiders want to win, they got to have a lot of targets to Waller. He should have 10 to 15 targets. And J- Josh Jacobs needs 15 to 20 carries. I think that's the formula for the Raiders to win. 
and get to Burrow, get Mad Max to Burrow, and the Raiders, who are playing some hot football, could see themselves moving on. They could. And, like, look, the Raiders have been together, like, under the leadership of Derek Carr now Carr. for a while. So, you know, they've, they've kind of missed their opportunity here and there over the past couple seasons for a number of reasons. But for whatever reason, like, they just, they have resolve and they don't go away quietly. And there was a time where I think like they started like five and one or five and two, then they fell to five and five and it looked like they were not going to be in playoff contention. And all of a sudden they come roaring back at the end of the season and here they are. So, you know, good luck to the Raiders. I hope they can get it done because, you know, even if the Bengals lose, like whatever, it's their first playoff game under this new regime and like they'll be fine next season. They'll be a playoff team again. So they'll be able to get back there. But you know, the Raiders may have to do a lot of uh, rebuilding in the offseason. So I would like to see how far they can take this. Do you think that coach should be their coach? He's done a pretty good job. Yeah, he's done. Like, all things considered, he's done a great job. Yeah. The fact that he had to step in for like John Gruden after that scandal and then deal with uh, rugs. rugs and like get the team back together after that. And then one of their other corners was like doing the Hobbs. TikTok videos with the. Oh yeah, that was guns and stuff. So. Out of DUI. They got a lot and of then, problems there. Yeah, and then Waller missed a lot of time too. So I think you know when you look at it in totality, like he might deserve Coach of the Year. They'll give it. They'll give it to like Lafleur or something. But Lafleur hasn't had to deal with anything like this. I don't think Lafleur. I if we're going to get into that conversation, yeah, Lafleur has won thirteen wins the last three seasons. And so, he just ha- he hasn't gotten it yet, so that's what I'm saying. They're yeah. gonna gra- they're gonna grandfather him in, but in terms of dealing with like real adversity, he hasn't really faced much. Uh, but w- we can do like a awards show separately. Yeah, maybe so next I'm week. I'm picking I'm picking the Bengals. <laughs> All right, I'll take the Bengals too, but I like the Raiders to cover. Kristen, I don't know. Who did Kristen pick? I want to say Bengals. Bengals. All right. Yeah, and Were I'll you- put a score. I'll throw a score out there. I'll say Bengals 34, Raiders 31 in a shootout. Okay, that's high scoring. I had a 27-24. Still taking the over on that and yeah. pretty high scoring, but there will be some defense. Maybe not. We'll see. I think a lot of running. So maybe the score won't be as high because, you know, when you have good running, it makes the time go by faster. Yeah. Uh, and if I'm the Raiders, I want to run the ball and keep Burrow and that offense off the field. So Yeah. Hopefully Jacob's ribs are okay and he's ready to go. I think uh, he's ready. All right, Dude's babe. always hurt. What? Yeah, he is. What's he what's next? Patriots at Bills. Go Bills. Big game. Big game. Rubber match for the real AFC East championship, I would say. <laughs> uh, you know. And what's do you have the weather report? Zero degrees or Zero below. Degrees. Below with wind chill. I've, I've seen different reports on how windy it's going to be, but, you know, I'm not going to overreact to the weather because... At this point, the Bills have been playing at home like the last month of the season. So if they're not ready to go in the cold weather by now, then. And you know what? Then I, I don't know. He, they want the cold weather. I think they got to embrace it. You know, Aaron Rodgers loves the cold weather because in the cold weather, defenses don't move as fast. So it kind of is an offensive uh, advantage. So if I'm Allen with that rocket arm and those fast receivers, you want it to be as cold as possible. No wind, though, no snow. And you should light them up. Yeah. I mean, the Patriots do legitimately have a good defense. And I just think looking at the totality of both games, like the Bills outgained them in total yards. They outscored them. 
Uh, the Bills have had the better defense for the majority of the season. They have the better offense. And like at the end of the day, you have Josh Allen. So if the game gets into situations where like playmakers got to make plays, the Bills have all those playmakers, whether it's uh, McKenzie or Diggs or Allen. And you Emmanuel know. Sanders is back, right? He is back, yeah. And it's like, so you got him and Davis. I think all our receivers are better than all their receivers. You're getting uh, healthy at the right time. Also, I love the way that this last month you have really incorporated Singletary into your running game where he's getting 15 carries. I think he needs at least 15 in this game. Uh, and I think that the the Bills should win. There they was, should. I, I was watching Good Morning Football this morning and they were talking about how they changed the sign in the locker room from playoff caliber they took that one down and they put super bowl caliber mm. so to try and and so i guess what they're saying is that there's an electricity amongst the bills uh environment that they know this is the patriots it's patriots week and they're looking to go to the super bowl and it's i think they win i think they win going away i think it's a blowout um, personally, everyone thinks it's going to be close. I talked to one guy on the fantasy football draft I just did, and he's so stoked on his plus four and a half Patriots bet. He thinks it's <laughs> going to be a field goal game. And I just think that Mac Jones, dude that's played in Alabama his whole life, or at least in college, I know he's played in Boston the past, you know, whatever, this whole season, but he can't be used to eight-degree weather. And the last time they played here, he threw it three times. And it was windy and raining or snowing, whatever, but... I just think that he ain't ready. And that Bill's defense, is your secondary banged up? Uh, No, not minus. Yeah. Tredavious White's been gone since Thanksgiving. But honestly, if you look at the coverage stats that Levi Wallace has put up as the number one corner, they're as good as White was last year. So the drop-off hasn't been bad. Dane Jackson's a rookie on the other side, but he's actually played really well. He matched up one-on-one with Kyle Pitts in Atlanta and held his own. Like, he's been good as a rookie. And... Trey's been there on the sidelines coaching everybody. So they're solid. And you got Taron Johnson, who, you know, Mr. Pick Six uh, always comes up in big games. Probably the best slot corner in the game right now. You got all pro safeties behind that. Uh, Yeah, the Bills are better everywhere. So it's really just respect your opponent, know what New England can do, and go out there and do what you do. If they disrespect New England and they just, they're arrogant about it, then that's where New England is going to get back into the game. But if both teams play their game, the Bills will beat them by 10 probably at least. Yeah, and you can't turn the ball over. Like in the playoffs, you just can't make mistakes. You can't have penalties and you can't have turnovers. That's if you have, if you limit those and let the Patriots who have a young quarterback, young receivers, uh, is Damian Harris questionable? He's probably going to play. Ramondre Stevenson behind him, also a stud running back. They're going to try and run the ball. So I don't understand why the Bills don't make put eight in the box and make Matt Jones show me what you can do in four-degree weather. Yeah, I mean, that's what happened the first time they played, and it was 14-10. And really, the Bills just blew a bunch it of was red that zone first opportunities run. in that game. It was that first Damian Harris run. You don't give up that. They don't get anything. Yeah, and really, that came on the third drive of the game after the Bills three and outed them twice on the first two possessions and couldn't score starting in New England territory on a uh, fumble to Breda and then a drop third down to Knox with his broken hand in the freezing cold. (laughs) So it was just like it was a game where, you know, they could have won. They probably should have won but they didn't execute well enough and the wind was a big factor. But, you know, if if it's just cold, 
they should be able to mostly do what they want. New England got beat a lot trying to play man coverage in the last game. So if they're playing a lot of zone, Allen should definitely put some runs up and just, he's the most dynamic guy on the field. Like just make New England have to deal with that and they should win. There's no reason that they should lose. Like these teams have played each other to the point where I think the bills have established that they're better. It's not that they're invincible, but I think they know now that, you know, we've, we fucked up the first game and we could have won and they regretted that a little bit. So they kind of put it on their back in that second game in new England. And that one uh, run that Josh had on that fourth down, uh, like a ballsy play where he just, you know, made JC Jackson run over his teammate. Yeah. Those are the kind of plays where they're going to have to like, just stay aggressive in those situations. Like not stupidly aggressive, but like, you know, just know your spots, pick your spots. Well, and the defense is the number one defense in football. So mm-hmm. I think the defense has a couple scores. I have a feeling Mac Jones was a pick six. Uh, and I think they stopped the running game this time around. I think it's a blowout. Um, I'm going to say 35 10 Buffalo. Uh, the scores, I want to say it's like competitive at first because it's the playoffs. But eventually, I think Josh Allen's going to be too much. Um, and I pick the Bills every single game, I think, this year. So. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they. I, I ended up pegging them at 12-5, and five and they finished 11-6. and six, So I wasn't too far off. You know, they could have won the Titans game. They could have won the Jags game. They could have won, won that Steelers New England game. game. If you flip all their one-score games, they're like 15-2. and two, So right. they're, they're definitely better than their 11-6 and six record suggests. And I think New England is right about where their 10-7 and seven is. So I think, like, the real quality between the teams... I think there's a jump uh, in well, obviously quarterback play, but just like all around offensive play. The New England is well coached though. You know, they, they know what they're doing. They're going to come. They don't make mistakes. They don't make penalty mistakes. They don't. So So, they're going to make it tough, but I think the Bills should still be able to find the holes in the defense and the Bills uh, pass protection has been much better since making a couple of swaps along the offensive line. So I think Allen, there's been like three of the last four games. He hasn't been sacked at all. And if New England can't get pressure on him, uh, it's over. And if they win the turnover battle, I don't think I don't see yeah. a way the New England can win. Me either. So go Bills. Bills by a billion. I think I had it at like 26-16. I was a little bit more conservative, but I think 26-16, you're picking four field goals then from <laughs> what's his name? Who, or Bass? missed extra point. Yeah, maybe. But uh yeah, we'll see. Go Bills. Go Bills. Bills by a billion. By I, a just, billion. I just went conservative with the score. I think I maybe had it 27-16. That's accurate. That's probably, that's yeah. probably, I'm, I'm hope, I mean, I'm playing Josh, Allen. I have Josh Allen in all my fantasy leagues just in case, because I also have Mahomes. But if they win, they probably go to Kansas City in round two. Correct. Right. You, you yeah. would think so. Assu- assuming the Chiefs win. But, assuming uh, the Chiefs win. We'll get to that game. Yeah, we'll get to that game. Babe, what's next? Uh, Eagles at Bucks. Ooh, great game. It's a game where I want the Eagles to win, but I think their road to victory is perilous and, well, and narrow. Another rematch, right? Another rematch, yeah. Which, and I remember texting our mutual friend, Jason, before the night before this game, thinking to myself, I think the Eagles can win this game. And he had no hope. He's like, no way. <laughs> he was, just didn't think you could beat Tom Brady. And but in that game, if you go back to it, Tampa Bay smoked him. Like, it was 28-7, to 7, I believe. Yeah, it was and a 14-point game in the fourth quarter. If, and But the, the, the that last quarter and a half, Philly found something that 
they're going to exploit in this game. Tampa's defense on the against the run has not been good the past couple of weeks, or at least as good as it was in the beginning of the season, right? It's so hard to run on them with Vita Vane in the middle and all those great linebackers. They're Super Bowl champs. And you have Tom Brady on the other side. I believe the weather report for that game is it's supposed to be, let me see if I have it right here on my weather app, uh, in Tampa on Sunday, 90% chance of rain, lightning, and I heard it's also going to be windy. So that is bodes well in Philadelphia's favor if it's rainy and windy because all Philly wants to do is run the ball 30 times. And I think if they want to win the game, they need to run the ball 30 times. Miles Sanders was cleared to play. Uh, what's the spread on this game? Eight and a half. Eight and a half. The biggest spread of the weekend. You know, it's so funny. No, it's not. The Chiefs is bigger. Is it? Yeah, I think the Chiefs is 12 and a half. Oh, interesting. But, Eight and a half. The last time these two played, whatever it was, 10 weeks ago, the spread was seven. And it was so interesting that Philly came back and covered. Um, But I think Philly has a chance. I I immediately was like, oh, Tampa's going to win. I'm probably going to pick Tampa. But in the conditions, anybody can win. It's the playoffs. Yeah. Yes and no. I mean, Tampa also is injured, right? They have no Godwin, who they had the first time around. Leonard Fournette's a game time decision, even though he was activated off the injured reserve. Correct. Practicing all week. Why are you still questionable? Like, I don't understand. Like, you should be ready to go. Uh, But he's a game time decision. If he doesn't play, he had a monster game the first time around. I believe he had 20 carries. He was catching the ball. They were giving him the rock every single play, it seemed like. He had two one-yard touchdown runs. If Fournette doesn't play and you got to rely on Keyshawn Vaughn and Le'Veon Bell, that's tough. Brady doesn't have many weapons. He's got Gronk. He's got Evans, and Evans has a hammy little issue. So, but Keyshawn Vaughn's been playing well. Rashad yeah. Perriman was a good signing Rashad in terms good, of what yeah. they want to do. They are missing uh, Grayson, Grayson who, who filled in for Brown. Yep. So it's going to be basically Evans, no Brown, Scotty Miller, and uh, Tyler Johnson, and then Gronk in the the tight end brigade. But I mean, realistically, they could go three tight ends deep and play like power football, and they have three very capable receiving tight ends as well. Uh, they got JPP back and Barrett back and Levante Davids coming off IR, who's a game-time decision also. If they get all three of those guys back, plus they have all their corners yeah. back as well. Like, I don't think Jalen Hurts is ready, He's but he, He's good though. similar to Josh Allen, what you saw in the second half of that Bills-Bucks uh, game is that, you know, that defense can get tired and dealing with the mobile quarterback is a lot to deal with. And it hurts exploited them in the fourth quarter of the game they played earlier this season. So if, he if did. they can get the game into that range and just not be down, you know, three touchdowns by the time that that happens, they'll have a chance. Cause like had the bills not been down, whatever it was to start that game, like they probably would have won the second half, but uh, you know, you can't dig yourselves a three touchdown hole against Tom Brady and expect to win. You can't, it's going to be a different game though. Um, the Bucks are going to win, obviously, right? You can't bet against the GOAT in the playoffs with Jalen Hurts' first playoff game. But those terrible conditions, Miles Sanders is back. If Philly can run the ball 20 to 30 times and keep Tom off the field, who knows? I'm picking the Bucks. I'm going to say 20 to 17 in a close one in the Philly covers. Yeah, I mean, three weeks off of hand surgery is a quick turnaround time as Dawson Knox learned mm-hmm. you come back a little bit too quick and that hand isn't quite ready and it's like you can still play but in the wrong conditions that's tough and as a pass catcher it's even more difficult 
So you're talking about Miles? Yeah, Philly is yeah. going to go running back by committee regardless anyway. So he's just I mean, by far their best running back, in my opinion. He is. He uh, he just, you know, the way that they use him. Uh, it's frustrating. Like, they need oh, to pound super frustrating. him. Zero touchdowns all season. So Rough. it's like he gets them down the field and then they're like, here you go, Jordan Howard. Why don't you score? Here you go, Gainwell. Why don't you score? Scott. But yeah, Boston Scott. All these guys have shown different like kind of running styles so i think mm -hmm. it's good to have that um whether or not they're going to be able to throw tampa play uh, sorry tampa bay blitzes the most of any team in the league uh and so that's going to be an issue because philly blitzes the second least and in terms of like you know uh rating the tampa bay blitzes twice as much as philly so philly is willing to like try and let their front four uh, get home and play coverage behind it. And that's not what you want to do against Tom. Tom is the man. He is. Uh, so you're picking the Bucks. I'm picking the Bucks 26 20. Close one. Similar to the first game, but I think it's probably closer the whole way this time. And I would uh, say the under. I think it goes under. Yeah. Cause, just because so. of the conditions. What was it? 48 or the over under is 45 and a half. And I had it at 46. So we'll see. We'll see how bad it gets out there. I mean, with that, if Fournette plays, that changes, you know, how effective they can be with their ground game. But if he doesn't play, Vaughn is more of a speed back. So it'll be interesting. That's for sure. But they got Davis, Bunting, Jamel Dean's back. Uh, I think Richard Sherman's on IR. But it's like they have basically their Super Bowl defense from last year is finally all back together. So that's not what you would want to see if you're playing the Bucks. Like you would you would hope that one of those guys is out. And I think uh Bunting and Davis are both questionable, but they're gonna play. Yeah. All right. You got any you think, you think the Eagles you... got a chance? Uh, the nine and eight Eagles? Yeah, no, I'm gonna go Bucks. And well, even talking to Jason recently, he was like, I don't know how this team is a playoff team. And I'm like, that's fair. <laughs> I was like, they kind of they locked it up in week 17, being like a nine and seven team. I think they were eight and seven when they clinched it. And it was just like, oh, okay, like we're in. Like, we don't know how we got here, but there was a time where, you know, they were sub 500 and looking like crap. It's that uh, terrible division. <laughs> it is. They were able to win the games that they were supposed to win. And, you know, Sirianni's done a good job turning it around. I think, you know, midway through the season, I was like, I'm disappointed by the Eagles. And then another like fantasy football writer who's like, I never had faith in the Eagles. I was like, really? I was like, I expected them to be better than they are. And so now I've, like now that they were nine and eight, I'm like, okay, like that's about where I thought they would be at the beginning of the season, but they still kind of yeah, like, like stumbled into the playoffs a little bit and they got smoked in that last game, which is not, yeah, I mean, they're, they re they're resting a lot of players. It's a meaningless yeah, they game. They had but... their backups. They didn't care. They had a bye. Yeah. But they should still. be fresh and ready to go. They will be. It's but, just it's in the rain. Anybody could win. And again, whoever wins this turnover battle and makes less mistakes is going to win. Even yeah, if it's, you know, which which team you really think is going to be making more turnovers in a playoff messy game? Brady's team or <laughs> Nick Sirianni's Eagles? Probably Nick Sirianni's Eagles. <laughs> but the way the Eagles are going to try and play, and this is you know, Fournette's a big, big point, big part of what the Bucks won the Super Bowl with. Yeah. So if he's not fully where they need him to be they're gonna have trouble just because they don't have godwin and or an ab and they have gronk who i think needs to have five to ten catches and have a massive game 
uh, which he probably will because Tom can't throw anywhere else and he trusts Gronk. Um, but if I'm Philly, I'd bracket Gronk and I have a high safety over Evans and make him throw to Scotty Miller or Tyler Johnson, whoever's catching the ball. Scotty Miller's uh, the fastest guy on the field for them, though. So it's like, be careful what you wish for. Out. He can't figure it out. I don't know he what it is. A, and he just scored a touchdown in the last game on like an end around, too. He's fast, man. I'm telling you, he's fast. He scored against Green Bay in the NFC title game, burned the defense in that one, too, last year. I say Miles Sanders scores his first touchdown of the season. <laughs> <laughs> You right when it, it right when it doesn't optimistic. i hope he does i had him all season waiting for him to score a touchdown i just feel bad for him yeah. so hopefully he gets a touchdown i think the eagles still probably lose even if he does score that touchdown uh but yeah if it's rainy and it's gross uh you know put three tight ends out there because the eagles are not going to blitz anyway so yeah okay. load up that offensive line all right what's next 49ers at cowboys oh, oh, this, my is, favorite this, is, this is your game man so take it away the you want you i think the cowboys are favored by three points in this game and i didn't want every analyst to be picking the 49ers but they are yeah. uh, in all my fantasy football leagues everyone's loading up on the cowboys and i'm thinking to myself why like there's so many things going the 49ers way in this game i'm kind of scared that it like won't happen but in my head i just don't see the cowboys beating us the way we're playing right now i'm a big 49er fan obviously um we're getting healthy at the right time. I think we're only going to miss, you know, a Trent Williams who didn't play last week in that Rams game. He's probably going to play. Um, I feel like, you know, uh, Al Shizier, whatever that guy's name is, he's amazing. He's going to play. Um, and and I wish Marcel Harris could play. He's got an Achilles issue. But we need as many people as we can get. I just think the 49ers are rolling at the right time. And I think that this is the last ride for Jimmy. And I think they know that. I think they've already said that they're going to use Lance next season. And so even in quotes after the Rams' miraculous victory, they were talking about how guys were saying, don't let this be the last game. Let's do it for Jimmy. And I love that. I, I, I think if Jimmy even won the Super Bowl, he would still go to a different team. So this is the last ride for Jimmy as a Niner, and let's make it special. And you know that teams that kind of get these hot victories to get in, they get hot. The 49ers have been playing playoff football for how many weeks now? You know, and we've been playing some tough games. We lost by three points to the Titans, who were the number one seed. That was in Tennessee. We should have won that game. We beat the Bengals. Like the way the 49ers are constructed is good for playoff football. And I know people don't believe in Jimmy, but Jimmy, he's been coming through on those last minute drives. And that's something he didn't have the first time around. He wasn't bringing us back like he is now. He's got to stop putting them in the hole to begin with. No, and then I they'll know. win. <laughs> I know. I know. And you got to believe that in that Rams game, it's probably because he's coming back from that thumb injury. Oh, yeah. And he, I think he, he fumbled lost one early. He had one and then fumble. He threw two picks. He threw two picks, you know, but he was missing his fucking the best left tackle in the game, you know? So, so we have him back. I think that D, we're going to ride the back of Debo. Obviously, Debo Samuel could be an MVP candidate uh, the way he played this season. So Kyle Shanahan's going to have a great game plan. Uh, usually we get out early first and have a good first couple drives because their plays are scripted. But this last week we had to come back and, and it was just such a great game for them to come back and beat the Rams. And I think we're hot. And Dallas, Dallas is good. But Dallas played in a weak division. Dallas, you know, there's a great stat that, that Prescott in third and long is, is not good. His, his QBR, his quarterback rating in third and long is, is, is terrible. 
And so you want to stop the run, right? They're going to try and run the ball. Well, Elliot is not the Elliot from past years. He's slow. And the 49ers showed that they could stop the run. And I think that if you stop the run against Dallas and make them one dimensional, they're not nearly as good. And I think that that defense has a lot of young studs. Micah Parsons could arguably be defensive player of the year. Trayvon Diggs could arguably be defensive player of the year. Uh, they are, this is their first playoff game and they over pursue. Micah Parsons like a rocket to the ball, right? He, and you don't think Kyle Shanahan's going to use that against them with all that misdirection that he does with Samuel in the backfield with, with Kittle. I think Kittle has a much better game than he did against the Rams because I think they used Kittle a lot to block to help out the lack of Trent Williams in the game. I think they're going to run the ball a lot. I think we got to run the ball 20 to 30 times with Mitchell, with Samuel. I think Ayuk's going to have a good game. I think the, it's going to be a close game. The weakness on the 49ers D is the secondary, but we have all of our guys back. Mosley's going to play. Ward's going to play. And I don't think there's any defensive player in football playing better than Nick Bosa. I think he could arguably be defensive player of the year. He's probably going to win comeback player of the year. But Nick Bosa single-handedly makes everyone better on the defensive football field. You have to dedicate so much to him. And you saw in that Rams game, they were focused on him and other guys like Armstead and Key and all these guys. That you're like, who are these guys? Look like beasts because they're so focused on Bosa. And I think another element is that the 49er fans, the faithful, spend money to get in that stadium. And I know Jerry Jones thinks that it's not going to be the same as it was at SoFi that made it a 49ers home game. You heard that Matthew Stafford's wife said that the Rams were on a silent count and the 49ers weren't in their own stadium in a big game. That's because the faithful travel and the faithful spend money. And the, and the Cowboy fans, fans sell their tickets. Cowboy fans are going to sell those tickets. I don't care what you say. <laughs> if there's a 49er fan that's willing to pay double the price of what you paid and you can make a profit off that ticket, you're selling it. Jerry Jones style. You want to make money. And I think that <laughs> AT&T Stadium is going to be full of gold, red and gold. And it's going to be tough for the Cowboys when they have the ball. And it's not going to be a home game for the 49ers, but it ain't going to be a road game. I think it's a neutral football field. And I think on a neutral football field, the 49ers win. And I'll say they win. I think they put up some points. Uh, I want to say 30, 34. I'm 34. I'm picking a lot. 34, 28. I think the Cowboys score. I, I want to say it's a blowout, but it's the playoffs. The Cowboys can score, but I think the 49ers are going to win. And I think uh, this is the start of something special. Well, from your mouth to God's ears, uh, a point about Ezekiel Elliott. He still averaged over four yards per carry, had 10 touchdowns and 1,000 yards. So you can call it an off year, but I guess, uh, still I productive. I test for me, he is not nearly as fast. He looks like he's laboring. And I think that those numbers are due to their fantastic offensive line. They, right? yeah, they, have, they have an amazing offensive line. And you saw also, the effectiveness of Pollard behind that line as well. And, you know, coming out of the backfield as a pass catcher. He'll have, for, he'll have a big role in keeping Dallas. Oh, I don't think game. he rushes for more than 50 yards. I don't think Ooh. Dallas rushes for more than 100 yards. And I think that Dak Prescott is going to get sacked. He's going to get pressured. And I think he throws a couple picks. I wouldn't be surprised if you saw a pick six early for San Francisco. And I don't think they're ready for the faithful of how loud it's going to be when they have the ball. And this is their first playoff. Is this Prescott's first playoff game? Second playoff game? 
Uh, that's a good question. I don't know I don't if they think... made the playoffs with this team unless they got in as like one of those crappy teams a couple of years ago. But when I was talking to Kristen about the game earlier, I was like, you know, this is like the first time that this Dallas team has actually like been the Dallas team that they, I, you know, that they fetishized and idealized for all these years. Like the whole thing with getting Zeke and, you know, getting Dak this money and building this team was to be this Dallas team that comes out and is 12 and five and, you know, our Super Bowl contenders, because every year it's like a Dallas Super Bowl. And it's like, yeah, but they've sucked for a while. And so this is the first time that they've actually legitimately had the record to back up the kind of hype that comes with that. And there's a lot of pressure that comes with that, too. And they haven't really played their best football here down like the last six weeks of the season. Mm -hmm. uh, they've they've been OK, but like the loss of the Cardinals wasn't a good loss. You beat a bad Giants team. You beat a bad Washington team twice. Uh, and then they kind of like struggled with a Saints team that had like nobody. And they no. lose that game to the Raiders. Uh, and that Saints defense kind of like gave you the blueprint for how to make them struggle a little bit. For sure. And, you know, they lost to the Chiefs too. They got but those embarrassed games by were the at least Bron competitive. Like I think the Chiefs score was like 19-9 or something. They were in the game in the first game of the year with the against the Bucks. Like they've competitive against good teams. I think the fact that they had played against two weak teams that played their backups the last two weeks, and now you got to go in and play a very physical 49er football team that wants to punch you in the mouth. They want to run the ball 30 times. We're going to keep that offense off the field. Um, Nick Bosa is going to have a, he's a game wrecker. Uh, and I will say there's one stat that I, I saw on NFL Network. The Cowboys give up the most big plays. Yeah, because they gamble. Because they gamble. And the 49ers, for whatever you think about Jimmy, have the best big play offense, I think, stat-wise. Well, um, Garoppolo leads the league in yards per completion. Correct. And Samuel, there's going to be some big, there's going to be a lot of big plays, I think, that the 49ers complete. And I just don't think the Cowboys are ready. And I think this is a, this is going to be a special playoff run for San Francisco. It's interesting to see that so many people, you know, have backed San Francisco at this point when a week ago, it's like, yeah, you guys might not even make the playoffs. And now people are like, oh yeah, you're going to beat a 12 and five Dallas team at home. They were, we were dead in the water when Cup made that amazing touchdown catch Yeah, uh, in the corner. Cup is amazing. He um, is. And, and they were down 24, 17 and Jimmy was sacked on third and 10 to go to fourth and 18, fourth and 20. And we punted hoping our defense could get us a stop, which I was like, that's bold because you couldn't get that 18 yards and it worked. And what a way to end the season. And we ready. We ready to play some football. We focus. Yeah. I think I think Shanahan knew too. Like if we give the ball away here, McVay will be conservative. You know, on fourth and eighteen, he's like, We're not gonna convert a fourth and eighteen. And if we give the ball up like at whatever the 30, 40 well, yard he's just line. Gonna is. Kick a field goal and the game's over. Yeah, exactly. So they're like, look, let's punt. I know he's going to try and like run the ball because this is what the Rams want to do anyway. They'll be conservative. They're not trying to like risk having the touchdown lead here. And there's no way that they, they think we'll be able to drive the field on them and tie the game. So, you know, I think Shanahan has a good chance to outcoach Mike McCarthy in this game. The, the Niners zone run scheme is built to take on over aggressive pursuit defenses. Mm -hmm. So you could definitely see... Debo take a big reverse to the house. You could see Eliza, uh, Elijah Mitchell chopping Break them up. 55. Uh, like, yeah. And the Niners are deep at running back too. So it's like if Jimmy's thumb is bothering him, I think that will, it could, it could play a factor because I don't think could he's come away with that pick six, you know, yeah, but I don't think he's even on the injury report. 
That's uh, good. But and he practiced in full. You know, they've been saying, you know, my you know, dad loves Lance. He's like, why don't they ever bring in Lance? I'm like, Dad, he ain't <laughs> not ready. time yet. He ain't ready. He's gonna have his time next year. He should be learning on the sidelines. And also, did you know the last four times in the playoffs that the 49ers have played the Cowboys, whoever won that game has gone on to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, but they haven't played each other since the early 90s when they were both always in the Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying, though. But this is the <laughs> next time. Whatever. I, just I mean, you can, look for, you can look for whatever kind of omen you want in that game. If the Niners win, they're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I think so. I mean, if they, yeah, if they win, I think they're going to Green Bay. And if there's one team that's Aaron Rodgers' kryptonite, it's that team from the Bay where he's from. And so I'm confident we can beat Green Bay, too. Yeah. I would like to see that. I don't. I have no love loss for Green Bay. Uh, but right, that's well, next. That's next week. We'll get to that next week. So, what uh, do you think? Do you think the 49ers win? I think the Niners have a very good chance. Uh, and I just don't know that this Dallas team is mature enough in their identity. Like they just got to this this year, right? Yeah. This Niner team, like. They went to the Super Bowl. They didn't have a good year after that. They struggled with all the injuries. Like, they rebuilt. They scratched. They clawed. They found their identity this season and, like, just in the nick of time. So, it's, like, it's about playing the right kind of football at the right time more so than being, like, the more talented team because, like, it's hard to argue that Dallas is not the more talented team. Like, they they have the better offensive line on paper. Like, they have the stud receivers. Losing Gallup hurts, but they still have, like, basically 2,000-yard receivers. They have two very good running backs. You have a $40 million a year quarterback who threw for 4,500 yards and 37 touchdowns. Like they have everything on paper, Mm -hmm. but you know, there's, there's such a thing as a paper champ. And I just, I don't know that Dallas is ready to be the team that they think they are yet. Yeah. The the Niners, yeah, the Niners are going to force them to, to find that identity, you know, right away. And if they're not, if they're not able to run the ball, Dallas? I don't think so. I've watched a lot of Dallas games because no, I would was... I would throw out of the backfield if I were them. Like you still have to run it a little bit, but I would get Pollard involved and get him catching some stuff upfield. They are going to try and run the ball because that's what they do. That's what that offense wants to do because it opens up the play action. You have such explosive receivers. They are not going to be able to, and it's going to be one of the reasons why. Again, same thing: turnovers and penalties. One of the things the 49ers have way too much of is penalties in the secondary. I, the last thing I want to see is Prescott throwing the ball down the field to CeeDee Lamb and getting penalties. Do not commit penalties. And they did yeah. a pretty good job, except for in... Oh, so they did a pretty good job against the Rams, but they could have been better. Yeah, they came away with the pick when they needed it, so... it is Go Niners. It is. Yeah. If, they, if Dallas can run the ball and establish the line of scrimmage on offense, it's, it'll be a different game. But the Niners have to take that away and make that the focal point. Like, make Dak prove that he's worth, you know, $50 million or whatever they gave him. Yeah, I mean, we, uh, you know, you, they have a great defense, but we have so many amazing great players on our defense on each level, you know. And we're, this team has battle-tested and been to the Super Bowl. Usually, the, yeah, the Dallas defense is a big play defense both ways. They're either going to get you for the big play or they're going to get got by the big play. And, and if, I you, think if you look at Diggs' like coverage grades, they're not good. He's got the not. 11 picks because he gambles, but he gives up a ton of big plays because he gambles. Also, you they haven't seen a team like us. Like Our offense is pretty unique, and I think it takes a second for you to realize what we're doing, and then once you realize, we're doing something else. So, yeah, can't well, wait. Good luck. I think they have Thank a good you. shot. Uh 
That's a tough spread, though, at three. Like, if you're going to bet that game, you might as well just bet the Niners to win outright rather than cover. And if you yeah. want to, if you want to bet the Cowboys, probably just take the points, like go over under and feel that the Cowboys have to, you know, get into a shootout to keep that game going. Oh, give me San Francisco plus three all day. Yeah. But you'll get better odds on just betting them at plus 160 then. Yeah. It's three point dogs is what I'm saying. Because if For you sure. believe they're going to win, just bet them to win. Don't bet them to cover. Yeah. What do you, anyway. what do you mean? What are you saying? Dallas or San Francisco? No, the Niners. They're plus yeah. 160, but I think it's like minus 110 on the points. So it's like... Oh, give me the plus 160. Exactly. If you yeah. really believe, if you believe they're going to win, then just bet the one plus 160. Sure. Yeah, that's right. Okay, what's next? Steelers at Chiefs. We got two games left? Or is this the last one? Two more. Two games left. There's All another right. one. All right, so Steelers, Chiefs. You're right. That was 12 and a half point uh, favorites for the Chiefs. So another rematch. Another rematch. It was a blowout the first time around. Yeah. And, you know, there's a good chance it's going to be a blowout this time, too. But it is what it is. You know, can Roethlisberger keep the train rolling? Can the Steelers defense show up enough to give them a chance? You get pressure on Mahomes. You got a shot. But you got the best defensive player in football on the D line there. So he's great. But Andy Reid knows that. And the one thing that, you know, they don't have CEH, who I think they're the best when they have him and Williams. No hyphen. No hyphen. Uh, Patrick don't lose at home. He hasn't lost yet, right, in the playoffs? Uh, I I think he's undefeated at home in the playoffs. So the Big big Ben retirement party is going to start... Sunday night. I saw that. It's gonna start. It's gonna start in Kansas City. They're so lucky to get in. They if they if they want to again, there was a reason you play, obviously. And I think the Steelers have the right mentality. I love that little video that Big Ben had where he's like, "Yeah, we don't have a chance. They're the best team in football." (laughs) Love that. That that is you know they're playing with house money. Yeah, they got nothing to lose. They shouldn't have even been in. There should have been a tie. They should have been screwed that way. Um. But do you think that they were going to tie, by the way? I don't think so. No. It was funny because like I was tweeting about it at the time, and I was like, 0-0 is way too obvious. But 32-32 in overtime, no one will suspect that. Right. And then you get Staley getting like very heavily criticized for his decision to call that timeout. I don't think And it's mattered. like, no, he's trying to bait them into taking the tie at that point. But then they turn around and they run it for 10 yards on the next play, and now it's like, well, now you're screwed. Yeah. Now you don't have the timeout in overtime. Yeah. Um, By the way, your rival, you want to knock out. You think the Raiders want to see fucking Herbert again? No, the dude doesn't not make fourth downs. It was unbelievable. And as a football fan, I was like, I want to see this guy in the playoffs against Mahomes. But the Raiders deserve to win that game. And I don't think there was ever going to be a tie. So and the Steelers, for them to have a shot, need Najee Harris to play. Again, another questionable guy who's got an elbow issue. He probably plays. Um, they probably want to pepper him with targets and runs. I think he probably could have a good game. But if it gets out of hand early, you know, Tyreek Hill hasn't done anything for a couple weeks. He was injured last week, I know, on his, like, pregame jump, uh, whatever that was. But <laughs> but Tyreek Hill's amazing and knows, and even though I don't really like him as a person, he's an, um, one of the best receivers ever. Uh, you could say just what he's done and how fast he is. And he he's a game breaker. And, you know, the way the Chiefs have been playing 
recently is they're not playing like they did when they got to the Super Bowl the past two seasons. They are having these long, drawn-out drives because they're playing two safeties and not allowing Hill to do anything. He's not forcing the ball to Kelsey. He's making much better decisions. Brian Byron Pringle all of a sudden is a is a weapon in the offense. And I think Kansas City's too tough. I think they win and they move on to play the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Well, when you got Chris Jones inside again. And he's got Frank Clark. Is Frank Clark hurt or is he playing? Uh, I don't know. I haven't dug too deeply into this game yet just because. You, you think know. it's an obvious Kansas City win? Yeah. Well, it's, uh, you know, I put in a lot of work on the other three games so yeah. far already. So. I was Do they like, cover? Yeah, Probably. 12, I think 12 and that's a, a big spread. Yeah, it's like it's the last hurrah for Big Ben. So I think the Steelers are going to give it like everything they had. And they'll find a way to be competitive. Roethlisberger leads the league in fourth quarter comebacks. In game winning drives. So I believe that he is a big time quarterback. I just think that he watching them eye test wise, they are not good on offense. I don't think they're not. They have a lot of issues to figure out. And really, a lot of it was they scrapped the offensive line. And it's kind of funny, yeah, actually, right. to see that the whole like, the departure of Le'Veon Bell from the team was based around his belief that it's him making the Steelers look good, not the offensive line making Bell look good. So then they get rid of Bell and Connor comes in and has a great couple of seasons. And then Connor leaves. And what did they do? Like they Pouncey retires, Villanueva goes to uh, the Ravens. They lose another lineman. So it's like they're basically like starting from scratch with their O-line. And it's shown. Like it all yep. starts. The reason that they were so good for so long is because they were able to dominate mm-hmm. at the point of attack. And yep. like when you start over, like you saw the Chiefs struggle with it at the beginning of this season too. They were three and four at one point before winning like seven, eight in a row. So uh, yeah, the Chiefs are just, they're playing better. They're the better team. They have more playmaking ability. And like, honestly, like as good as the Steelers defense can be, the Chiefs defense has been better this season. So there's not really any reason for me to think that the Steelers win unless there's just like some kind of weird magic that they have that they're going to pull out of their ass and Watt's going to have a monster game. And You play for a reason. There could be injuries. You, you know, who knows? Um, but I think the reason they win at home, that stadium's tough to win in. You know that. Yeah. And Chris Jones is going to have something to say about uh, Najee Harris having an effective run game. And yep. you can target Deontay Johnson like 20 times a game, but it's like he'll have 15 catches for 45 yards and a touchdown. And it's like they just they don't move the ball past five yards very often. They don't. They don't. I like the Chiefs to win. I think it's a blowout. I think they win 35-10. 35 yeah. 14. I wouldn't be upset to see the Steelers win because I think it would be funny, but uh, <laughs> of course it, it would be funny. And yeah. you know, the kryptonite to your blue team is that red team. Yeah, we got them already this season, though. So I'm not, I'm not hey, worried about them. You, if I'm Josh Allen, that's the team you need to beat because you're probably seeing them second round. Yeah, right. I know that. And you beat them already once. You had this great game plan of an option type of quarterback you made him and you didn't use that at all the rest of the season it's like you save that for that one game and i can't wait to see that buffalo kansas city game i think it's going to be one of the best games that we see on this year yeah i don't want to put the cart before the horse but no i know know. my ideal road for the bills would be beat the patriots beat the chiefs yep avenge the loss to the titans and then brady in the super bowl 
And then you get to, you know, get the ghost of Tom Brady off your back as well, all in one season and just get her done. That would be my ideal. What is the ghost of Tom? What, because the Bucks beat the Bills well, the this Bucks, year? Well, so you get revenge against the Bucks, but then you exercise 20 years worth of Tom Brady beating the Bills. Tom Brady's like 35 and three against the Bills right, in his right, career. Right. So to beat him in the Super Bowl, it's like all those losses yeah. would be worth something all of a For sudden. For sure. For uh, sure. I think it I think it's the it's that second round game. If you get past the Chiefs, you got a real good shot. Yeah. I mean, I think there's an argument to be made that the Bills are either the best team in the league or the best team in the AFC for sure. They're the number three offense and the number one defense. Like I don't think any other team has top five in both. So the Bills are right there. Super Bowl caliber. They're ready. For sure. They're ready. So I'm into it. They I just think gotta, I, I would yeah. love it. They just, gotta, they just got to play focused and, like, not get ahead of themselves. So, all right, what's the last game on the schedule? Cardinals at Rams. The Rammies. Great game. Another the rematch. Staff are going to choke it up in the rubber match. This is the real AFC West championship. <laughs> uh, this is a rematch. The last time uh, the Cardinals played in, in SoFi, not the most recent one where the Cardinals didn't win. They beat them, what, 37-10? Or something uh, earlier this season them. or last season? This season, the first game in SoFi. It's like yeah, the f- they, yeah, they week four or five uh, when the Cardinals had DeAndre Hopkins, which they won't yep. have in this game. Correct. Um, but the one thing the Cardinals need to do if they want to win this game, because obviously I think the Rams are favored, the Rams should win, um, is run the ball. Uh, and Chase, I think Connor didn't practice today, right? So he's looking like he might not even play. But... Chase Edmonds is pretty damn good. And it's going to be a battle. Divisional game, a battle. Third time these teams have played. I think the Rams win, but I think it's competitive. It's a Monday night game. Stafford in his first playoff game ever, right? Mm, did he really never make the playoffs think with the Lions? They ever made it. I know he doesn't have a win. Yeah, I think they made it once, though. Let me see. But. Talk about he, a guy who's been in the league forever with no playoff wins, right? I'm only playing on a terrible No, team. he's he's been in the playoffs three times. 11, 14, and 16. 0 and 1 each time. Never won. Never won. Winless. So he's looking for his first win. Um, he's going to pepper Cooper Cup. And I don't think there's anyone on that Arizona defense that can stop Cup. So I'll say the Rams win in another great close game, 27-24. Yeah, just without Hopkins, it's like Arizona becomes a little bit easier to defend. They've still managed to play fairly well without him, but, I mean, look at how Arizona's played since he's been gone. Like, what, they were 10-0 and 0 at one point, and yeah. they're 11-6 and 6 now. Uh, but also, I think along with that is Watt. One win in right. their last seven games. Watt is coming back. And I think J.J. Watt on the defensive side, their defense is pretty good. Has a lot of great players. Buda Baker... Uh, Isaiah Simmons, J.J. Watt, uh, is Chandler, Chandler Jones. Jones on that team? Yes, he is. Like they He's have the best some defensive player, defensive yeah. beasts. They do, and you know the Rams want to run the ball. So if you can stop the run and make Stafford throw, you got a shot. If you can double cup and make him go, I don't understand why these teams don't double cup and they try to, and they just can't. He's yeah. so good. And he Higby had the, a big game when the Niners were taking Cup away for most of it. Higby had two touchdowns. He did have two touchdowns, but but that was his best game of the season. And those were amazing plays. And you don't chase the points. I don't think Higby scores in this game. Um, I think they shut Higby down. I think they need OBJ to be a factor. If you notice in that 
49er game, he wasn't around at all. And then in overtime, for some reason, they're like, let's try to get the ball to OBJ. And that worked against him. So, and they're going to need Von Miller and that defense. Aaron Donald is a game wrecker, and they're going to need that to beat the Cardinals. I still think the Rams win. I think it's competitive. I think the Rams win a couple games. I personally think, just if we're talking about I think it's 49ers Rams in the NFC Championship again. Could be. I don't think the Rams go into Green Bay and win, but... Well, no, if the Rams won and the 49ers won and Tampa won, Rams the 49ers go to Green Bay and the Rams go to Tampa. Yeah, I wouldn't take the Rams over Tampa in that game either. They beat them earlier this season, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they did. They, they and did. that was when Tampa was at full strength. And I'll tell you what, Chris Godwin not being on that field is going to hurt them. And so is no Antonio Brown. Both of those I, guys. What did I tell you during the 49er game, man? Matt Stafford is going to Stafford it up. <laughs> and what did he do in overtime? He yeah, threw an interception he, to lose that shit, did he not? You know what, though? That was so interesting because it's like <laughs> 17 picks on the year. He does throw some picks. He throws picks. Uh, he throws a lot of picks. Of all the quarterbacks who I like did the metrics for and like guys that I would consider in the conversation for MVP, I threw him in there just because. I wanted to like add him to see how he stacked up against other players. By far the most picks. Dude throws for sure. dude, dude throws picks. He loves it. He's a he gunslinger. He's Brett he Favre. So I don't th- I don't think against that full strength Tampa defense that they're going to be in good shape. But you never know. That we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Uh, they should beat Arizona because Arizona's undermanned and. AJ Green is not DeAndre Hopkins, and they've struggled to get Kirk involved the way they wanted to uh, with Hopkins on the field. So it's like they're, you know, their passing game isn't there. Like Murray struggled a little bit more, and Aaron Donald's not the guy that you really want to see lined up across from you when, you know, you've won one out of your last seven games. Yeah, tough. All right, I'm getting tired. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, we're Join all tired club. here, Join but yeah, Watt is, Watt is potentially coming off injured reserve for this game. Oh, I saw, he plays. I, I, I saw, I plays. saw him at practice. Uh, so he's trending in the right direction, but there's a chance that like he maybe suits up and only plays a couple of snaps depending on like the injury. So, but it is, yeah. Rams minus 200 cards at plus 170, four point game over under 49 and a half. I'll take the over and I want to say division game, Kyler sneaky, maybe Cardinals lose by a field goal, but I agree. I, I can see the Rams covering. Nice. It's four. It's, four. it's a it's a weird spread. Tough. Tough. All right. So All right, we will invite me back next week. <laughs> yeah. We well we'll do if uh there's Saturday games again, so we have to do it either Friday night or early Saturday morning yeah. depending on the schedule. But next week. Uh, I don't know when they actually release the MVP vote and all that stuff, but oh, we tough. got we, we got a lot to talk about on that subject. So if, sure. you have, if you have a day next week, during the week when you're free, we'll yeah. do that show, Love and it. we'll we'll just do like you know offensive player MVP, defensive player, uh, coach of the year, stuff like that. Into it, cool. Into it. All right, all Thanks, right, guys. bro. Yeah, go Niners. Niners. Feel better. Go, go Niners. Bills. Go Niners. Thank go you. Bills. <laughs> Feel better, man. All right, that's it. Uh, for the show I hope uh, if your team's in the playoffs they win unless you're a Patriots fan then I gotta cheer against you this week and I don't know fantasy football's over so I can't wish you luck in your fantasy season but 
if you're doing some kind of playoff bracket, uh, like we may or may not, then good luck with that. And as usual, thanks for listening, everybody. And happy football Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And Monday. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody, take care. Thank you to everyone who took the time to listen to the episode. I still believe that word of mouth is the best way to help, so if you enjoyed it, please tell somebody. But liking, subscribing, and sharing go a long way, too. This show is an extension of thescheiss.com, and you can contact me at info at or at Scheiss Podcast on Twitter. And until next time, be well, stay safe, and go Bills. Bills.